money. Let's talk money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Obviously, this is all about money. Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. (laughs) With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money. With Dave and Reb. From more than enough, real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. We were just talking on the way in about my low voice this morning. <laughs> it's particularly I've, low this morning. I've, I've got my coffee voice on for <laughs> sure. So, uh, Welcome to the show that uh, Dave and Reb, Dave with his low voice this morning, talk about the heart issues uh, around money. And we have a very special guest that we have not had in the studio, which I am not going to introduce quite yet. But if you're on YouTube... You can probably see her, so there you go. But uh, <laughs> here we are. So, uh, but we—I'm excited to have our guests with us today, and we're keeping you in suspense, of course, because we like to do that. Reb, today's show is sponsored by NotMine.ca and Financial Discipleship Canada. And uh, if you want to listen to the podcast or you want to learn a little bit more about NotMine.ca, head over to the website. The podcast is there, but there is so much more content there. Uh, We really lean on on the Financial Discipleship Group for for some of the content that we just recommend when people come say, hey, we need some content or we need uh, a study. Yeah, because the content on their website, one of which is my book. Yes, of course. It is. is. (laughs) Yeah, we lean on them because my book is (laughs) We like to Sorry. share content. I couldn't, with, I couldn't resist. Uh, we like to share content. Okay, yes. Because at more than enough, what do we do? We work on the implementation part. Yes. We work on the True. let's make let's walk with you to make the change. Yes. But sometimes you do need education or you do need some information. And, and Ray has some great blogs yes. over there and yes. Jan. Very from, thoughtful. Yes. Yes. So so check out notmine.ca. Thank you, the group at Financial Discipleship Canada for sponsoring today's show. Mm-hmm. And away we go. We are So I, do you ever feel so when you're when you're talking or you're well, you're when you're thinking about talking about money and you think tonight's the night we're gonna talk about it, and then uh you know, something happens, your kid gets sick, you're cleaning up whatever your husband it, makes a yeah. off the cuff comment right and then you, know, you get mad you and then you have to do the dishes and then someone says oh i going to a party i forgot to tell you can you drive me and then that anticipation of talking money with your spouse or your Which, family by the way, has to happen before nine o'clock okay <laughs> all of a sudden you feel like i just can't do this anymore i'm definitely not talking about it or you actually start talking about it and you get way more triggered. Mm-hmm. So for me, I will say for me, does that it, happen it, to you? It generally actually starts much earlier in the day. Okay. You know, it's like, okay, they, you're like, okay, I'm looking at my day. Okay. We have our financial date tonight. Okay. It's just one of the things on the agenda. And then as I go through the day, the pile just seems to, right. to get more. And so by the time I get to usually the last or one of the last things on my agenda and I'm like, I just, I'm, I'm just like, I can't do it. So interestingly enough, we're going to talk about this and we're going to get some tips how to manage this, but we're also going to give you vocabulary because we have 
a very special lady in our midst. And we've already said that her name's Amanda Van Oppen. And of course, you probably recognize the last name is the same. So you are related. Amanda, welcome here. That's her maiden name, though. Just, just. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's it's a, yeah, yeah, I know. But it's her professional name. I went on her. <laughs> okay. I went on her website. Sorry. Yeah. You have to all keep the my, Van Oppen. It's too special. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Amanda, welcome here. You are a practicing psychotherapist in the Ottawa area. Mm-hmm. And um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, for sure. So outside of being your niece and part of the amazing Van Alphen family, I'm a psychotherapist. I work, um, yeah, just outside of the Ottawa area. I work in person in Kempville and then I do virtual and I also do uh, a nature-based work, which is going outside and um, doing therapy out there because sometimes we actually function a little bit better outside <laughs> than in an office. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone else relates to that. Um, and then outside of my kind of professional career. I'm a owner of two lovely dogs who drive me crazy and a wife of a wonderful husband um, and a renovator of an old home that seems to continue to break <laughs> down no matter how many times we fix it. Yes. 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 So you can relate to the whole uh, money navigating this money world uh, very well, which is one yes. of the reasons why um you know, we got connected on some of the practical parts that's happening internally to us when we go down the money path. And that's what we're going to talk today about the what you call a window of tolerance. So, um, but before we, I'm going to get you to define that. We're going to leap in. I wanted just to read this verse from Philippians 4. We all know it. If you grew up in the church, you know it, and we often take it out of the context of what Paul is writing, but um, for the sake of today, I want to relate it to what I already said. Sometimes we feel totally unable to talk about money in a way that doesn't freak us out um, or get us angry, And um, but Paul says he's talking to the church in uh, Philippi, and He says to them, you know, I praise the Lord that you're concerned about me again. I know you've always been concerned for me, but you didn't have the chance to help me. Not that I was ever in need, for I've learned how to be content with whatever I have. I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I've learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it's with a full stomach or empty, with plenty or little. And I'm like, I'm reading these things and I'm like, wow, that's just amazing in itself. But then he says why he can be all of these things. And it's for for I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. And I, I we toss that one out really glibly sometimes, but I think in relation to what we're going to talk about today, when you think it's impossible, inside yourself sometimes it's it feels impossible. Mm. But if we remember the truth that God gives us in His Word, that it is possible with Christ, and He said it even in John fifteen, like abide in Me. For apart from me, you can do nothing. If we, if we at least give our financial dates or, or these financial discussions or that financial thinking, even when we're just still thinking about it in our head, like, and we say, Christ, I can't do it, but, but you can do it. I'll do it with you or you're in me. So it's possible. So I just thought it was an appropriate verse for the conversation we're Mm -hmm. having today. Mm -hmm. Um, Amanda, can you tell us what is a window of tolerance and why is this important for thinking about money or talking about money? Yeah, really the window of tolerance is just 
it's just a label, right? It's just a phrase to understand an experience that I think we've all had. Um, so when we talk about the window of tolerance, it's this idea of when we can think and make decisions and feel in control, we're kind of in our window of tolerance. Right. And when we slip out of that window or something kind of puts us out of that window, we start to feel less in control. And we have all of a sudden this more impulsive, instinctual actions. Um, and that shows up in lots of different ways. Um, but when it's happening, we often feel like, oh, no, I just made a super impulsive decision, or I just reacted really emotionally, and I don't really know why. So when we can identify our window of tolerance, we can say, this is when I'm in my window to make decisions right. and when I'm not really, right. and I need to do something to adjust to make that change. I think it's really, I mean, what really important and, and I like, I'm not a big label guy, but I do like common language, right? Mm -hmm. And so we can say, Hey, you know, Rev and I, how are you coming into your meeting or into our money meeting? And I can say, I'm right on the edge of my window of tolerance. It gives yeah. us both. We understand that language and it also goes, okay, so before we get into it, like, how do we move you kind of more into your, maybe I'm outside my window, talk, mm -hmm. but how do we move back in? So I love that. I love that just, even just the, the common language that we can have that practically goes, okay. And I don't, again, if you've heard the show before, you know, I, I don't guess when it comes to Reb, you know, I might look at her <laughs> and I might see, oh my goodness. That's like, a good policy you know, the, for everyone I feel. You know, the, the, the smoke's coming out of her ears. Yeah. You know, I can see all the signs, yeah. but in the end, I'm going to go, okay, honey, like I truly want to know where you're at right now at so, this yeah. moment. And then I have to wait. I've learned to, to wait for to so that rep can articulate that to me and sometimes she can't she's like i can't talk about it right now okay well then i know well mm -hmm. i had an interesting thing happen yesterday this isn't directly related to money but i was i i was very outside mm -hmm. i was like we're going to talk about fight flight or freeze yes. in a minute but i was very much there well um i think lately in the stress of covid and i think there's a lot of us outside living outside of our windows mm -hmm. with you got COVID and then you have this, all of a sudden everything's happening in the world and it's going 10 times as fast as ever. And, you know, people are getting sick or like, it seems like everything's happening to everybody. I, I maybe, maybe someone's having a really great life out there and, <laughs> and, and someone you, hopefully is having a good day. Like everybody you talk to, oh yeah, my mom's sick, or you know, or like my dog just threw up on my couch. I mean, that was Amanda's little story this morning. But um, yesterday, Dave came in and we were talking about um, this event someone had invited us to, and Dave's like, "Ah, oh, I don't know if that's in our wheelhouse." Well, I just like pounced on him. I was yeah. just like, "What do you mean? Like what? What are you thinking? This is exactly in our wheelhouse." And then um, I'm like, "Okay, just a moment." And then I step back. I'm like, "So." Um, what would, what makes you feel that this is a, a good spot? Like I was like, but that all, <laughs> so I'm laughing at myself internally while I'm doing this, mm. but I mean, that's our training as coaches yeah. actually. So I've learned to do that, but I was like, oh man, this is not, but I, I could do it, but I still felt the stress. Right. Yeah. So, and I think, but, you know, using your example, but also thinking about the hundred other examples and, and uh, speak to that, Amanda is a lot of times it is about the timing, mm -hmm. right? So there, yes. you know, I walk into the room 
there's another conversation going on or however that happened yesterday. But, but all of a sudden, you know, it's like I say something and, and it's like poof, the window blows up, <laughs> yeah. right? You know, yes. It's like, okay. So speak to that in terms of the timing a little bit. Yeah, I think it's, you're right. Sometimes there's little things that slowly are kind of making that window less and less for us, right? Like you, you kind of said, if we're doing dishes and then the kids are asking things and then, oh, you know, on the back of our mind, we have stress about debt. And we're thinking mm-hmm. about that. And then we're worried about what our partner's going to say in the, you know, all of those <laughs> things. Those are, can be slow things. But then something can happen, right, where we're kind of holding it all together. And yeah. we're maybe at that top of that window. And then something happens that seems like the small thing, right? The thing that doesn't matter at all. And it can shatter everything because mm-hmm. we're actually kind of at that limit. And the brain has what I call kind of like a switch that at a certain point it says, the thinking and planning and decision-making is not what we need right now. We need instincts. We need to move quickly. We need to survive. And it flips a switch and it takes us to a different system. And that's that breaking of the window feeling, right? Right. And someone who walks into that, you probably (laughs) felt like, oh, like what? I haven't done anything. All I asked her was, you know, this kind of simple question and she's way overreacting. And I think that's where we get a lot of miscommunication, even as couples, right? As we're trying to discuss money and things like that. It's like, why are you freaking? out about this Mm -hmm. this thing that's happening right why are you suddenly reacting with anger or tears or sadness right what why is this happening um but when we kind of do the zoom out and Mm -hmm. we look at it we can say right maybe all day you are at the end of your window and this one extra stress has just piled it on and i knew all day that i was like on that verge so i had to be very like you know, I, I was at least in a place I could step back and see it. Mm. Um, but there are maybe people out there who, who. But I think too, you know, I could have escalated that very oh, quickly, right? Totally. So, you know, Reb responded to me, and we'll use this example because yeah. it's a great one. And, and of course, I'm like, okay, I know what's going on. I never called it the window of tolerance, yeah. but here we are. <laughs> you knew it. It's a new language today, <laughs> yeah. right? And we're going, okay, um, that. I was not expecting that, um, <laughs> but let's just, you know, like quite literally, I'm sure there was probably a 20 second pause as Reb and I looked at each other, yeah. me kind of trying to figure out where do we go with this? Do we actually engage this conversation at this time? And Reb, of course, she's thinking, and I didn't know that, but she's thinking, wait a minute, I got to reel myself back mm-hmm. because I just kind of blew past and I got to kind of come back and I know for us um and and even and maybe we should save that for for our uh solutions or tips I'm gonna save that for the tips so we'll talk about <laughs> it so so but but we've kind of said these things and we've all heard the phrase like fight yeah flight or freeze do you yeah. want to talk about that those three yeah that what might be happening when you're in a financial discussion yeah mm-hmm. yeah because you're right we are hearing it more often which is great right you kind of hear people say oh no like I'm going into fight or flight or mm-hmm. something and I mean at its basics it's just a survival instinct it's this beautiful actually adaptive feature that our brains have that says like when things start to become overwhelming we're going to prioritize right and right. the brain says, you've got a lot going on here in this brain. You've, you know, adapted and grown so much as like a human being. You have so much going on. Um, we can't use it all right now. 
in this kind of stressful moment. And so it it simplifies it. Mm -hmm. And it says, what are the most important things that need to happen right now? We either need to get away. We either need to fight what's attacking us. Or we need to make ourselves small enough that we won't get attacked. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And if you think about it in the wild, it makes perfect sense. And if we didn't have it, we wouldn't survive. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it As, doesn't work in relationships so well. <laughs> it can be tough, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. In, in the life that we have constructed as human beings now, where <clears throat> the things that make us feel unsafe and things that put us in that survival mode is less like lions mm-hmm. and bears chasing us and more triggered memories from our past and feeling unloved and abandoned by our partners and, right. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Right. And losing, losing everything that we have, losing our money, feeling like we don't have independence. Those are the things that kind of trigger our brain into survival mode. And so it appears and oftentimes our brains feel very confused because they think they're doing something helpful for us. And then the other side of our brain says, it's not helpful for me. Right. Right? Yeah. So well, it's that makes me confusing. feel way better. <laughs> Just saying, I, I feel this state of confusion quite a bit, quite, uh, quite often. So I'm, I'm really happy it's to a, hear it, that. It is a beautiful way because you're also making it because I'm, I'm, you know, I know your desire also to remove shame from people's yeah. stories, right? So there is a certain thing that people might feel even in the conversation initially, like, oh, well, I'm just terrible because I'm outside my window of tolerance. Yeah. And we're actually saying no, this is actually a part of how your your body and your brain is trying to protect itself, I guess. Yeah. But also knowing what do we do? How do we move past it? Because it's not helpful. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where I say, you know, when we identify where we're at, so when we can kind of identify, because there's kind of two sides of the window of tolerance, right? There's that fight and flight, which is what we talk about most often in survival states. And we often know what that feels like. You know, it's that the pounding heart, the sweaty palms, Mm -hmm. the probably what you were feeling yesterday, yesterday, (laughs) right? The frazzled brain, the one I can't make decisions. Everything's flying at me too quickly. My brain doesn't feel like it's catching up. Yes, that's exactly how I felt. Should I make an appointment with you? I'm like, if we weren't related, I'd come visit you. Anyway. (laughs) The other side of that, though, is the side that we actually don't talk about often. And I think it's a side that comes up a lot when we're having communications with partners because we have tendencies to one side or the other. Mm. Our brain has a tendency to kind of, some of us are more fight and flight type people, survival people. Mm. And some of us are what I call like the freeze or the numb side. And we go into this state of survival that's disconnected. Um, And I, I, I usually use the example of like a possum. Right. You know, like a possum who like flops on the ground or a deer in the headlights when you're right. driving. We're all in the country. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, in the end, you and, know. And for somebody on the outside, kind of looking at that and going, like, the car's coming at you. The headlights are there. Yeah. You should be move. moving. Right. Move. Like, move. Exactly. <laughs> I've been in the car where I'm going, you're honking Come the on, horn. move, 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 move. Yes. And they're just not. Right? Yeah. And in that adaptive feature of the brain is to say, I don't want to feel pain. So I'll actually take the receptors, the way that we feel pain, I'll actually remove that from you. I'm going to flood your brain with this kind of what we call disassociation, but it's it's just this numb state that says you don't actually have to process everything. Right. You don't have to feel it. And so if something bad happens to you, then you don't you don't have to go through that thing fully. 
You can okay. go through that only in a part. Good. So, so we've got, you know, we've kind of got these fight or flight yeah. state, right? So yeah. we've got our window of tolerance. We've, we've blown that out, right? Yep. So we're outside of our window of tolerance. And the response then is, is in fight or flight, yeah. you know, I'm going to, I'm going to attack you know, between yep. a relationship or I'm going to attack. Or Sometimes run. that's even I'm when gonna... you're, when you're, you know, you start beating up on yourself, yes, right? So exactly. you're doing that internally internal, or externally. Yep. Wow. And then you've got yeah. the, 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 so that's the fight. And then mm -hmm. you've got the flight where you're like, okay, I'm just going to run away. Yep. Sorry. Right? I'm so, busy with work. I can't do the financial date. <laughs> I'm gone. Just out of yeah. here. Let's right? procrastinate like, that yeah. to the end of the world. And again, that could be internal and external, yep. right? So we can do that internally and just kind of move to another spot and yep. say, forget it. Yep. Uh, and then we have, this numbness, yeah. right? So, which again is is another mechanism. I'm outside of my window of tolerance. I'm trying to do, and our brains are going, okay, we're just going to go numb. We're just going to yeah. play possum and yeah. do that. Now we're there. What do we, we do, do now? What do we do? <laughs> we do? How do we get out of there? Yeah, like yes. we've got a big bill coming up and we yes. have to have a discussion. Yeah. But like. Because we can't avoid stress, right? No. That's the no. thing is yeah. what we tend to want to do is say, okay, here's my window of tolerance. I will only do things that let me stay within that window of tolerance. And then when I'm out of it, I will stop doing the thing and I'll avoid it, right? right. Which in money's case is very dangerous because Doesn't then you're, make not, it better. you're not facing it. You can't bury your head in the yes. sand. You have financial responsibility. So yeah. what are some things that we can do? Yeah. So the first thing I always say is we have to speak the language of what the brain is speaking right now. So if the brain has turned off thinking, planning mode, right? right. And we're in that You're mode, yep. then we can't tell our brain, stop doing that. Right. Let's plan for this not to be this way, okay. right? Because think about it, that part of the brain is actually shut off. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't work anymore. So we have to use the other parts of the brain. And those ones are sensation-based and body-based, okay. right? So they are not thinking so much. They are feeling. right. And so we respond in that way. And so that looks like, you know, there's kind of like the stereotypical words that we use. But that's the grounding, right? That's the mindfulness. That's the reconnecting. Right. And all those words just mean speak the body's language. So what do you do? So we're in what fight. Does that and mean? Yeah. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> so when we're in fight and flight, let's take, you know, Aunt Rebecca yeah, yesterday. Yeah. So she's in fight and flight. She has all these things happening. And then Uncle Dave walks in and throws a whole nother thing on her plate and the, sh the window is shattered. She's in fight or flight. You actually did it. So you did a step back and you probably took a deep breath somewhere along that oh, way. Oh, yeah, I did. Right? And uh, therapists get some bad rap for talking about breath work all the time mm -hmm. because it's a bit obsessive. But the thing <laughs> that a deep breath actually tells our brain is it tells it to switch systems. Okay. When wow. we're breathing deeply, our brain reads that as, I guess there's no threat because we wouldn't breathe deeply if right. there was, we would breathe shallowly. And, and that's really pausing there to go. If we pay attention to our bodies when yeah. we're in that, what are we doing? <gasps> yeah. I'm Clenching, holding myself, right? you know, I'm taking a big yeah. breath, yeah. but I'm not letting it out until I figure out. Yeah. So interesting. So what you want to do is kind of reconnect that body. So I always say there's different strategies for everyone, but figuring out what actually calms your body down and doing it when you're not, say, say when you're not at like level 3000 of out of your window <laughs> yeah. of tolerance, but level, you know, 
10 out of your tolerance and saying, okay, what works for me? You know, for me, taking a, a hot shower and just letting the water run through my body, letting it relax, breathing, and then coming back to that conversation. Okay. I'm better. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. I can do it. You remove yourself, but you actually aren't doing it to run away. From- I'm not doing it. I'm calming my body. Yes. Right. And that kind of connects, you know, sensations like warm water, cold water, okay. that sort of thing. Um, other things, though, can be really helpful. Some of us are touch people. Mm-hmm. So having your partner give you a hug actually self-regulates. Mm-hmm. So our bodies are, are, are meant to and designed to regulate with another body, mm-hmm. right? And so having someone else hug us or give us a pat on the back, any of those things can sometimes pull us out of that So that's tight. really interesting because there's been a little – Reb doesn't even know I do this, so I'm going to – come Uh-oh. out here in we're hearing in, the, in the secrets show. wow i love that <laughs> so one of the things that i've done probably the last i'm gonna say number of years is is when i recognize that the rev is kind of at that yeah. 10 you know sometimes i'll just take her my, her face in my hands and and i'll just look into her yeah. eyes uh, i started doing that because somebody told me that when you're in flight or flight mode your pupils are different sizes. So I started doing that to actually see if it was true. <laughs> so it started as an experiment, yeah, not as a, a helpful a little thing. Bit, right? Right? You know, so wow. I didn't tell you that because <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, this is really weird. But 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 I didn't notice that your pupils were different sizes, but I did notice that w- everything just calmed down, that that we could go, it's okay. True. And yeah. so and, and then sometimes true. it would yeah. turn into a hug, but sometimes it would just be like, we're just gonna take a minute to look in each other's yeah. face. Yeah. And we have this saying around money that we'd say, you know, I'm not your enemy. Mm-hmm. You're not my enemy when mm-hmm. it comes to money. So sometimes I'd say, you know, hey honey, I'm not your enemy here. And yeah. just reminding each other that yeah. we're it's not that we're in huge conflict. It's and I love this word that she's moved outside or I've moved outside of that window of tolerance. And it's one of the ways that it's actually come back in without me even really knowing that that's what was going on. Yeah. So. And you're probably talking in a slow, yes. deep, oh yeah, yes. clear he, voice, right? That it, Matt, because what he's saying to me is I see you. Yeah. I see you're stressed. Mm-hmm. And I know we're coming to the very end of the show. I know we only like, got like I don't know how many left. more tips you have for us, Amanda, but I think that's a great one though to to connect with is when our brains are in fight and flight or in that numb state, we're often looking for connection. Mm. Right? Wow. Because we're made for connection. Right. Human beings are made to be together, right? And so something that can be extremely helpful is having connection. If it's connection with ourselves, right? Taking right. that moment like Reb did to say like, okay, what's going on for me? Whew, <laughs> things are going wild. But that Breathing, moment- Breathing, so remembering to breathe. Right? Yeah, That's yeah, good, yeah, yeah. So what if you're in the numb? We're gonna yeah, we're let's near talk the end of the numb. show. So <laughs> yeah. what if we're in numb? This is you know, the end of the-, the- <laughs> Numb is interesting because we actually have to increase- some activity. <clears throat> Our natural numb state, when we go into numb, we tend to stare at the wall. We tend to go on social media. We tend to space mm. out. So we actually usually have to do something. Wow. Go for a walk. Get some activity in our body. Reconnect mm. in that way that actually feels like our, our bodies are doing something. Um, and so sometimes that can be saying like, babe, I need to take the financial uh, talk 
outside. Mm -hmm. Let's go for a walk. Let's, let's kind of move ourselves or I need to go to the, I need to go to the gym before I do this financial. um, And that might be coming, coming into it. Right. So, you know, again, if I've had a long day and I'm like, okay, I know I'm just on the edge of my window of tolerance and my tendency is to go numb. Again, you have to figure that out. Then I might say, you know what, we'll do it, but I got to do 15 minutes in the gym. I'm going to go for a hard run. Or as you said, maybe we go for a walk or something like that so that we can actually have a productive conversation around money. Yeah. So just at the end, just to tell listeners, I think I'm going to ask you, Amanda, we're going to make a little blog for the website with the tips Mm -hmm. so that um, they can, that'll run alongside this show, um, this today. And um, that way people can have it as a reference Absolutely, and then go back to it as well. And you can add anything else that we didn't talk about today. So thank you for being here. Amanda is coming back mm-hmm. this year um, in a couple months because we have a whole bunch of topics to talk to you about. So you're going to be a bit of a regular through thank our you. year. I'm so. excited. So am I. It's great. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Well, let's pray for a second. Lord, we just thank you for this time. We thank you for your grace to us and we give you all the glory in Christ's name. Again, thank you, Amanda, Amanda for coming. Thank you for joining us. And notmine.ca for sponsoring. And what a conversation. Uh, there's many more to come. <laughs> Join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.